It is Monday, July 27th, 2020, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Uh, we're back today. I'm sorry we missed Friday. Had a, a bunch of stuff going on over the weekend with my other job. Uh, so back today on this Monday to recap everything from the weekend. A ton of stuff to talk about. Bunch of racing going on. A bunch of series in action. Plus, we crowned a champion over the weekend as well. So let's jump right in. Luke's Soul Late Model Dirt Series was at I-80 Speedway in Nebraska over the weekend with big money on the line. The series ran a full program on Thursday night with 12000 to the winner. And it was Jimmy Owens who grabbed his seventh win of the season. Owens and Josh Richards swapped the lead multiple times over the first half of a feature that went caution-free. But over the remaining 23 laps, it was all Owens out front. He won over Ricky Thornton Jr., Brandon Shepard, Ricky Weiss, and Josh Richards. The win, combined with Jonathan Davenport's sixth-place run, saw the lead in the standings for Owens grow back to 365 points. We've been talking about that lately. Obviously, Owens, with that stretch he was on, had made that points lead over 400 points at one point. Uh, that was, that was the, the word points a lot there. Um, but had made that lead 400 points. And now here lately with Owens having some issues, Davenport's been able to chop that back down a little bit. So uh, Owens extending that back out to now 365 in the standings. Friday night's program showcased two rounds of heat races to set up B mains and the first nine rows for Saturday's Silver Dollar Nationals features. At the end of the night, Ricky Thornton Jr. and Jimmy Owens had accumulated enough points to start together on the front row for Saturday night's $53,000 to win main event. For the big show Saturday night, Jimmy Owens led early from his outside front row starting position. Owens was good out front until lap 44 when Tyler Erb made his way to the lead from his eighth starting spot. Erb survived multiple restarts and was actually able to put a gap on the top five until a lap 64 caution for a slowing Jimmy Owens closed the field back up. The problems for Owens were terminal and he was forced to retire from the race. He was credited with a 23rd place finish. More on that in a bit. On the restart, Chad Simpson was strong on the top, and he was able to clear Herb for the lead with Ricky Thornton Jr. then settling into second. Behind them, Brandon Shepard was methodical in his march to the front over the 101-lap feature. He ran down the leaders, rolling the top to absolute perfection. He got by chance Chad Simpson for the lead on lap 88 and drove away to his fourth Luke Soul Late Model Dirt Series win of the season. It was his first ever win at the Silver Dollar Nationals. Uh, Ricky Thornton Jr. was second, Chad Simpson third, Tim McCready fourth, and Ricky Weiss was fifth. Uh, you know, Brandon Shepard just, you know, these big money races, it you know, doesn't matter series, doesn't matter racetrack. That that rocket car is just tuned up and ready to go, and, and Shepard just drives it to absolute perfection. Uh, there is certainly no doubt about that. Uh, back to Owens. Another night of bad luck for him saw Jonathan Davenport chop another leg out of the points lead. What was well over 400 points, like I just mentioned, is now down to 300 even. A solid weekend for Josh Richards means he's now taken over third with Tyler Erb back to fourth and Tim McCready in fifth. With still 20-plus races remaining this year, a lot can and will still happen. 300 points is still a lot to overcome, but if what we've seen lately from Owens continues, some of this bad luck, you know, there's been some crashes, some mechanical issues, uh, you know, Davenport could actually reel him in. You know, you've seen him here in just a few races chop over 100 points out of that lead. Um, that battle for third also still remains really tight. The Luke's Old Late Model Dirt Series is now off for a few weeks with Florence Speedway on August 12th and 13th next on the schedule. Moving over to the World of Outlaws on Thursday night last week, they ran their first of three Pennsylvania races at Lincoln Speedway. I talked last week on the show about how the last couple of years, the Lincoln races have been won by Pennsylvania Riggers, but that was not the case on Thursday. Sheldon Hoddenshield started on the pole, but it was Jacob Allen who led the early going from his third starting spot. The highest starting posse driver was Freddie Raymer in fourth, and he ran in the top five early in the race, but contact later with Danny Dietrich would send him spinning, and that ended his night. Up front, Hoddenshield ran Allen back down on lap 15 and took the lead. He survived multiple restarts over the second half of the race to grab his first win of the season. Logan Schuhart finished second, Jacob Allen third, David Gravel fourth, and Carson Mas 
Esposito was fifth. It was a rough night for the PA regulars, depending on how you characterize Brett Marks. Is he posse at this point? Is he not posse? I'm not really sure. You either had two PA guys in the top 10 or one with Anthony Macri finishing in 10th. Certainly not what you normally expect out of a trip to Lincoln. Donnie Schatz and Brad Sweet finished 7th and 8th, which allowed Shuhart, Macedo, and Hoddenshield to close a little bit with Schatz stretching his lead in the points to Sweet now from 4 up to 6. Uh, on Friday, the series moved over to Williams Grove Speedway for the first of two nights. Shane Stewart and Anthony Macri started on the front, together, front row together, and it was Stewart in the Indy Race Part 71 who took the lead on the start. Stewart was strong out front with Anthony Macri, briefly taking the lead on a lap 14 restart, but Stewart was able to get back by and officially lead every lap en route to the $8,000 win. Donnie Schatz finished second, Anthony Macri was third, Darren Pittman fourth, and Brock Zierfosch finished fifth. It was again another night dominated by outlaws with only two drivers in the top 10 having PA ties in Zierfosch and Macri. The win was Shane Stewart's first outlaw win since June 1st of 2019 when he won back at the Nashville Fairgrounds Speedway driving for CJB. He and Bernie have had some really strong runs together this season. The Indy Race Part 71 has been in victory lane at Williams Grove in the last couple of years with Geo Selzy. Uh, so not a big shock to see these two grab this uh, Williams Grove win. Following Friday night, Schatz's second place run was good enough to see him extend the points lead to Sweet over 16, uh, uh, his Sweet 216 over Sweet now. Um, over to Saturday night, things again shaped up well for the Outlaw regulars against the Posse. Only three of the top 10 starters had ties to Pennsylvania and Brock Zierfoss, Lance DeWeese, and Ryan Smith. Donnie Schatz was in a good position to continue his, to extend his points lead as he started on the pole. On the start, though, David Gravel was strong on the top, and he won the drag race down the front stretch to lead the first lap over the 15. After a quick red flag for Tim Schaefer turning over on the front stretch, Gravel again took the lead on the ensuing restart from Schatz, but Schatz's night was short-lived. The caution flag again flew in lap two for Schatz, slowing down the back stretch with a mechanical issue. He was done for the night. Uh, interesting note here, nobody was really able to seem to figure out what happened to the race car the team certainly didn't let on what the issue was and shots kind of refused to be interviewed um, so interesting uh, mechanical issue there for the 15 you know some people speculated maybe it was that ford engine um, that ha you know had some issues but uh, not really sure what the uh, problem ended up being for shots that put him out of the race he would not be the only victim on the night no with uh, though with friday's winner shane stewart retiring because of engine issues and then sheldon Hoddenshield's 18 race top 10 streak came to an end with a broken rear end right before halfway in the feature out front though Gra uh, gravel was never challenged for the top spot he led all 30 laps to grab the twenty thousand dollar summer nationals win lance deweese fought off brad sweet to finish second sweet was third Logan Schuhart fourth, and Jacob Allen finished in the fifth position. With Schatz's misfortune, the points were shaken up yet again. Brad Sweet is back to the lead now with Logan Schuhart moving to second. He is 18 points behind Sweet. Schatz is third, 26 points back with Carson Macedo fourth. He's 70 points back, and then Sheldon Hoddenshield is 100 points back in fifth. David Gravel and his 41 team, they have absolutely been rolling lately. He's finished top 10 in 12 straight races, including two wins, and his average finish over that span is 4.8. Because of the missed race back at Volusia, Gravel's 148 points behind Sweet in the standings, which would probably be pretty tough to overcome at this point. 27 race nights are complete in 2020, and if the schedule holds right now, there are actually 27 races left on the schedule, so we are right at the midpoint. Uh, with as tight as the racing has been, this is going to be a dogfight all the way to the end. The World of Outlaws Sprint Cars are back Saturday at the Wayne County Speedway. Uh, we'll talk about that more as the week goes on. Indiana Sprint Week for the USAC National Sprint Cars got underway Friday night at Gas City I-69 Speedway for the first of seven races in nine nights. Logan Seavey sat on the pole, and the night turned into a serious battle out front between 
between Seavey and Kevin Thomas Jr. The two officially swapped the lead four times over the 30-lap main event, but it certainly felt like a lot more times than that. Seavey liked the top side, and KTJ was all over the bottom. Into turn three on the final lap with a lap car in the mix, KTJ attempted his race-winning move, but contact ensued. The lap car of Jaden Rogers was on bottom, and with Seavey on the top, KTJ actually attempted his move through the middle, but didn't quite have enough room to complete the pass. Seavey and KTJ hit, uh, nearly sending both cars tumbling in between turns three and four. CV was somehow able to recover and drive away from the scene, but damage to the 9K did end Kevin Thomas Jr.'s night. The recovery allowed CV to maintain the lead, and on the restart, he drove away to the win. Chase Dawkins finished second, Justin Grant third, Kyle Cummins fourth, and Thomas Meserol was fifth. On Saturday, Indiana Sprint Week moved over to Kokomo Speedway for night two. This one also turned into a battle between two drivers, this time Tyler Courtney and CJ Leary out front. Leary was caught up in an incident on night one, and he was certainly looking to rebound. Courtney actually didn't race on Friday at Gas City. The two traded the lead multiple times through the feature with three laps remaining and Sunshine in the lead comfortably. Trouble stuck for the 7BC. Uh, Courtney somehow ended up spun in turn one, which caused a caution and handed the lead back to Leary for a two-lap shootout. On the restart, Leary drove away to grab his first USAC sprint car win of the season over Brady Bacon, Justin Grant, Robert Ballou, and Chase Stockham. It was a nice bounce back after the opening night crash for CJ Leary. Sunday, the series moved over to Lawrenceburg Speedway for the third night of Indiana Sprint Week. Logan Seavey started from the pole, but this night was completely dominated by C.J. Leary. He led all 30 laps to become the first driver since 2017 to win on back-to-back -back nights during Indiana Sprint Week. The last driver to uh, win back-to-back -back during Indiana Sprint Week was C.J. Leary. Uh, Chris Wyndham finished second, Brady Bacon third, Chase Stock in fourth, and Carson Short finished in fifth. After three nights now of Indiana Sprint Week uh, with four remaining, Brady Bacon leads the Sprint Week standings. Only 23 points, though, separate the top five drivers with Justin Grant, Chase Stock, and C.J. Leary, and Kyle Cummins all within striking distance. Justin Grant continues to have a sizable lead over Brady Bacon in the season-long standings. Indiana Sprint Week is off tonight and tomorrow, but we'll be back Wednesday at the Terre Haute Action Track. Every night of Indiana Sprint Week can be watched live on Flow Racing. And if you have a Flow Racing subscription, you can go back uh, if you missed any of those races and watch all of that stuff on demand as well. There were four more summer national shows um, back to Thursday night over the weekend. Frank Heckenass Jr. won Thursday at Springfield from 11th over Mason Oberkramer and Brian Shirley. Then on Friday and Saturday night, it was Brian Shirley going back to back to win at Lake Ozark uh, and the first night at Clarksville. Sunday at Clarksville, it was Dennis Herb Jr. becoming the eighth different winner in 12 races this season with the summer nationals. With two wins, a second, and a third over the four races, Brian Shirley had a very strong weekend. He continues to lead the summer nationals point standings. In the modified nationals, it was a weekend sweep at Clarksville for Nick Hoffman. He won night one over Lucas Lee and Hunt Gossam, and night two over Trent Young and Josh Harris. The modified points haven't been updated following last night's racing, but Hoffman entered the night one point behind Will Krupp for the lead, so I'd say it's probably pretty safe to assume he's now the points leader for the modified nationals. He's driving that number seven machine for Justin Allgaier. Both the late models and modifieds are off tonight and tomorrow, but we'll be back on Wednesday at LaSalle Speedway. You can watch live on Dirt Vision with your Fast Pass. The Southern Nationals late model series came to a close on Saturday night at Taswell Speedway. Brandon Overton won last Thursday at Crossville, while Chris, uh, Chris Madden took the Friday show at 411 Motor Speedway. Dakota Knuckles won the 10,000 to win finale at Taswell on Saturday night, and it was Brandon Overton who was crowned the series champion. He won six of the 12 races and beat Madden in the standings by 20 points, so congratulations, Brandon. 
Brandon Overton, your 2020 Southern Nationals champion. Uh, other weekend winners include Terry Phillips and Derek Ramirez in USMTS action at the Silver Dollar Nationals. Buddy Kofoid swept the Ohio weekend at Attica and Fremont driving in a Keith Coons sprint car. Bill Balog stayed winning with the IRA at Beaver Dam, and Aaron Reitzel won his second win of the season at Knoxville. For more weekend late model winners, check out DirtOnDirt.com, and for more open wheel winners, you can check out TJSlideways.com. That's it for the show today. A uh, quick look at the daily pay-per-view schedule for DirtTracker.com. Um, two show, well, really one show on the schedule for today. Five Mile Point Speedway um, for Modifieds is available uh, from Dirt Track, Dirt Track Digest TV. And then Flow Racing has USAC 24-7. So uh, just a couple of things on the pay-per-view schedule tonight. You can find links to those at DirtTracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show. Hope everybody has a good Monday. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch Watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com and you can follow along at facebook.com slash dirttracker, twitter.com slash dirttracker, and the website itself, dirttracker.com. You can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Feather and don't forget to sign up for the Dirt Tracker weekly newsletter on the site. Uh, thanks everybody for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily. Dirt Tracker Daily.